The homily for the Sunday of the Holy Family. My dear friends, in this Holy Mass, we read the example of our Lord, which is the recipe of success to all families. Et erat subditus illis, and he was subject to them. Submission is a beautiful word, but yet the world has made us fear and hate it. It has filled our heads with the lie that we're supposed to seek a certain freedom, a freedom that the world promotes, but that is nothing else than disease and the freedom to be lost, the freedom to be a victim of our enemies. The church, on the other hand, gives us true freedom, which is submission, and as an example, our Lord Jesus Christ himself. But before we speak of the lesson of our Lord, allow me to speak of the beauty of the institution of the family. My dear friends, what is the family? Everybody will say, well, it's the main, the core of society and all those things that we hear. But I want to tell you something that you perhaps might never have thought of. The family is the image of God in our society. We are made in the image of God. But this image of God is not to remain just in our souls, is not to remain just in our interior. It translates outside of us. It translates into what we do, what we believe, what we think, what we create. As long as we don't destroy the image of God in our souls, it will come out one way or another. And in the proper order of society, in a good society, the image of God comes out of us and becomes the very core of our society, what we call the family. It is indeed a miniature of the very self of God, of the Most Holy Trinity. The saints have spoken of this before, but if anyone hesitates, let them hear the words of our Lord, when on the Last Supper he prayed to his Father and he uttered these words. He said that they all may be one, as thou, Father, in me and I in thee, that they also may be one in us. Our unity, therefore, must be an image of the unity of God himself. And this unity takes place mainly in the family. But my dear friends, think about this. What is the devil more furiously trying to destroy nowadays? What has he worked the most against in the last couple centuries, if not the family? Why feminism? Why corruption of the morals of men? Why the TV? Why the public schools? Why the transgender movement? Why the sodomite marriage? Why the cartoons that mock the family, many of them, with seasons and seasons, one after another? Why make all those things if it is not because the devil hates the family? The devil wills to destroy the family. And I ask you, why does he want to destroy the family? The answer is very simple. One of many, he wants to destroy the family because it is the image of God in our society. The family has love within, as the Most Holy Trinity is all love. The family passes on the truth, as the Most Holy Trinity is the truth. The family creates life, as the Most Holy Trinity is life. The family establishes order, as the Most Holy Trinity does order. My dear friends, do you see now how important the family is? 
Our Lord has said, you are either with me or against me. We either serve the Lord or we serve Satan. That is the truth. And so if we are working actively as much as possible to maintain our families together in faith, in charity, in the grace of God, we are indeed working for God. We're working to establish his kingdom on earth, but if we neglect our families, if we don't care about bringing them to grace, to the faith, to God, then we are working, as horrible as it seems, for the devil. See here then how important is a family. Allow me to make a, a brief distinction. There are cases where the parents work to uphold the family, but the children or the subordinates refuse to do the right thing. In these cases, the guilt is on the subject, not on the parent. But even on those cases, we should never give up praying, sacrificing to bring our family to God, to restore the image of God, the family in our society. So, my dear friends, from all these things we see that to restore the family is one of the most important missions that we have in our civilization. And this is why, my dear friends, priests try to do the little that they can. Why those talks to the mothers in the confraternity? Why the talks to men in the men's group? Wouldn't it be easier for priests not to have to worry about preparing extra talks every month? But why? Why do they do it? They do it because everything depends on the family. How will the priest raise children in the truth, in the faith, in goodness? If the priest tries his best in the church, but when they go home their parents behave like pagans. And what good is it, and I've said this before, what good is it if the child is good, how long will his goodness last? If the mother breastfeeds him with world, with vanity, with pride, with anger, with neglect. But say that the mother is good. What good will it be if the mother sweats tears and blood in order to instill all good things in their children? If the father comes home as a demolition machine to bring down in five minutes what the mother has built in the whole day. Tell me what good is it if the moon tries her best to give life to the earth and to bring life to plants and animals, but the sun refuses to shine. What good is it if we only had the moon, but the sun would not shine? My dear friends, the father is the son of the family. The father is the most important power. He is the greatest influence. If he lacks, the son lacks. If he doesn't shine, the sun is refusing to shine. And perhaps this is the meaning of those words of the Apocalypse, that at the end of the world, the sun shall be turned into darkness. That's why our efforts, that's the reason of our interests, that's why our Lord came to give us the example of a good family, the example of submission. And here is again that beautiful word that is the key to all. Submission. Erat subditusilis. Think, my dear friends, first of the parts that we could use to form this word. Submission. As if we were saying, to have a mission, to have a role, to be a part of the whole. 
when you submit, you follow your mission, you do your duty, you allow things to happen, because things work when you are in the right place. But when you refuse to submit, you break the chain, you destroy the process, you cause sterility, nothingness, destruction. So the answer to every single problem is this good and true submission. Let the children submit to their parents. Take your mission in your house as a child, learn your role, work when you're asked to work, clean when you're asked to clean, have fun when you're brought to have fun. Children, your parents are not just an older person who takes care of you. Your parents, your parents are the representative of God to you. Let me say that again. Your parents are in the place of God for you. When you obey them, you obey God. When you yell at them, you yell at the authority of God. When you sneak past them, when you make jokes about them, when you don't listen to their advice, don't be fooled. You are not disrespecting just a creature. You are disrespecting and disobeying God. Someone might say to me, but parents are bad sometimes. It is true that parents sometimes are bad. It is true that a bad parent can destroy the image of God. They can sin. They might give a bad command. They might give bad advice. They might give bad example in those situations. Obviously, we must not obey because at that moment, they are not representing God. But this is not the case most of the times, at least not when we talk about traditional Catholics. So children, learn to be subject to your parents. Wives, learn the beauty of this world as well. Submission. Submit to your husband. Demand from him that he takes up his role to lead you. To lead you to holiness, to lead you to virtue, to lead you in sacrifice. How will he lead if you don't seem to expect that of him? How will he lead if you don't give him the place to do so? It is true that we have lost many of these roles, but if you really want your man to lead you, you have to make it clear that you are ready to be led. Someone might say, but what if I seem to be more fit? What if I'm holier? What if I'm more responsible? What if I'm smarter? Well, if that's the case, supply for his shortcomings, but do it from your place, your place of submission. Because, tell me something, was that not the case with the Virgin Mary? Wasn't she holier than her husband? Wasn't she better than her husband? Wasn't she wiser than St. Joseph? And yet, she never abandoned her post. She remained always in her mission to be under her husband's authority. And finally, men also learned the beauty of this word, submission. Because you, above all, must be subject. You more than anyone else. Subject to the church. Subject to the right doctrine. Subject to your duties. Subject to God. Subject to virtue. The higher you are, the more you ought to obey. Because who was higher than Christ? And who was more obedient than Him? So men, subject yourself. Subject yourself to the duties of your parenthood. Be more virtuous than your children. Be more devout than your children. 
Be more diligent than them. It is you that ought to begin the rosary, not your wife or your children. It is you that ought to have the more delicate conscience, the conscience that forbids this movie, that controls that music, that bans the devices, you, not your wife, not your children. To you men the strength in the soul, to you the practice of virtue, to you the greatest sacrifice in all the members of the family. If your wife sweats, you ought to sweat twice. If she bleeds, you ought to bleed more. If she weeps, you ought to take your pain to sacrifice. Remember, men, that you are the sun in your family. You are the foundation. You are the mast of the ship. If you fail, everything fails. It is your responsibility. It is your duty. It is your burden. It is your vocation. Above all, to carry this weight and to bring it all the way to heaven, for you men, that is your greatest glory. And it's a glory that will last for all eternity. So my dear friends, today we see the example of the perfect man, of the perfect woman, of the perfect child. You are not left without a guide. Look at the sample that is put before you. Look at the blueprint that is given to you. It's not too high for you. They were not wealthy. They were not politicians. They were normal people. It is not too difficult. They were not burned alive. They were not doing anything extraordinary. They were doing very simple things. It's an example that is attainable to you. And it's an example that is very beautiful. And you can obtain it. Be like them, be like the Holy Family. Men, be like St. Joseph. Women, be like the Virgin Mary. Children, be like the child Jesus. I know that you will endeavor to do so. And as much as you succeed, I promise you, happiness as much as can be had on this earth. And when you're done with your mission, true and eternal happiness in heaven, if you follow the example of the Holy Family. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.